You're listening to Hey Bitches Podcast, episode 19. Hey, bitches. What is up, you guys? It's your girl, Carly. Welcome back to Hey Bitches Podcast. Um, Before we dive into this podcast, I wanted to say two things really quick. One was thank you so much for all the kind DMs that any of you guys have sent me asking where the podcast has been. I've had a really hard time adjusting from being on my own, working at home on my own, to finishing my fourth year of my degree, to working for an actual company and for myself. So, you know, I've been trying to figure that out. And then for two, this episode, unfortunately, we recorded it one time and then all of the files got corrupted. So we had to re-record it. So I really hope you guys enjoy it. That was like a big reason why no episodes except for one came out in September, but October, we are back. We are back on the bitches train and I will be having content for you every single Thursday. Okay. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's talk about sex toys. Okay. So, um, I guess we'll start off this episode by having you introduce yourself yet again, because unfortunately... <laughs> The files are corrupted. This is the second time we're recording this podcast, but I really wanted to do it for you guys. So today we are talking again. I'm I'm here at the Traveling Tickle Trunk and I am so freaking excited. So why don't you introduce yourself? My name is Brenda and I'm the owner of the Traveling Tickle Trunk. We are a sex positive adult toy store on White Avenue in Edmonton. Awesome. Okay. So tell me a little bit about yourself and how Traveling Tickle Trunk came to be, and like the backstory, and all that. Um, Sure. So I'm a social worker by trade. It's been a long time since I've been in sort of social work proper. Um, But that's how I started in in this whole human services kind of area a long time ago, and was working uh, mostly in sexual violence kind of stuff, actually. I was working for sexual assault centers and domestic violence shelters and that sort of thing. Thought that would be my life. And uh, then I ended up doing some um, sex education stuff for the HIV network of Edmonton. And that's how I kind of got into doing more sex education work. And that's where I met people who were uh, doing toys. And that's how I got introduced to toys and thought it would be a wonderful way to start doing more positive kinds of sex education than that kind of negative sort of thing that we were doing. And uh, yeah, so started selling toys with another home party company um, almost 20 years ago and ended up loving toys and learning a lot about them and decided I wanted to start my own place that would be more of a positive um, place to learn and place to celebrate your sexuality and place to get really good quality toys, which there wasn't at the time that I started. Awesome. Let's dive into questions. So for some backstory, I wanted to do this podcast because I don't own a sex toy still <laughs> since, our last, <laughs> since our last recording. But um, yeah, so a lot of you guys have asked me for this episode, but I just don't know a lot. I can't say anything anymore because I was really <laughs> well educated last time we were here. But I just like don't know a lot and I didn't really feel comfortable telling you, hey, go buy this, hey, go buy that. So today we are chit-chatting about sex toys and I'm going to dive right in with the first question. What would you recommend as a first time sex toy? Yeah, that's a, a major question. That's one of the biggest questions we get It's a lot of people who come into the shop have never owned a sex toy before and are not quite sure where they should start. So most people are going to start with vibrators because it's the most common kind of thing. It's the thing people hear about. Um, So what we recommend 
for a first-time sex toy is something that is simple, easy to operate, so you're not going to get frustrated with it, and that can do a lot of different kinds of settings and that you could maybe use internally and externally and will give you lots of different options so that you can play and explore and figure out what you like because everybody likes something a little bit different. Okay, cool. Um, So when it comes to vibrators, like you would say that's probably everyone's kind of like entry. Well, not everyone, but like a lot Someone of people you see consistently. Yeah, a lot of people are looking for a vibrator first time they come in. That's the thing that they've most heard of. But um, there's a lot of different types of toys, so it depends on what you're interested in doing. Um, but uh, and and we don't tell people where to start if they come in and say, you know, I'm looking for a prostate toy, or I'm looking for handcuffs, or I'm interested in. Um, sleeves, I want to do some masturbation with my penis, then we might recommend something a little bit different. We go with what people are interested in. Okay, so that is a perfect transition because I was going to ask what are some good recommendations for men? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I mean, most of my podcast audience is female, but I know I have a few friends that have asked like, should I get a sex toy for my boyfriend specifically for him versus like him using one on me? all of the time type Mm -hmm. of thing. So um, male sex toys is something I have like very little knowledge about. So yeah, I'd love to know about the options for the guys. Yeah, well, the really great thing about the sex toy industry right now is that toys for penises are one of the big categories that's really expanding and changing right now. So there's tons of options where there used to really not be very much at all. So you can go from something really simple that's just a very simple rubber sleeve with lots of texture in it that you can use for masturbation on a penis. That's pretty common. Um, and you can, those can be anywhere from like $15 to $200, depending on how mm-hmm. fancy you want it to be, <laughs> how much stuff you want it to be able to do. And then there's a whole bunch of new vibrators that are designed specifically for penises. We just got one that's called a Manta that wraps around the penis and it vibrates around it. So you can do a vibrating hand job with that. Either yourself or your partner can do it. Did you like get that in from the time that I was here last? No, we had it, but I don't know if we talked about it. I don't think it. so, because that's cool. We just got it about a month ago. Oh, yeah. okay, so it's new, new. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I don't think we talked about that, and that's really interesting. Because I know a lot of people who listen to the podcast, they want to, like, spice it up with their significant other mm-hmm. in the bedroom. And, yeah. yeah, like I said, like, I just didn't really know a lot of options for male sex toys out there. Um, I know what I, what I brought up last time actually was the Aneros. Yes. So if you want to chit-chat yeah. about that one, that's the only one that I actually know anything about. Aneros mm-hmm. <laughs> is prostate toys. So Aneros makes a bunch of different toys, but they are almost all for prostates. They're kind of the, the company that originated the idea of a toy for prostate massage. Um, so the, the simple basic Aneros is just a um, really well-built plastic piece that goes internally and kind of sits by itself. And you it's just your muscle movement that moves it back and forth and produces this really fantastic feeling of rubbing against the prostate. Oh, I didn't know that. I always thought they, like vibrated. You can get vibrating in Oh. The original in which is uh, the ones that we have, um, they don't have vibrators in them. Oh. But you can get vibrating in toys. You can get vibrating prostate toys that are not in arrows too. Oh, okay. You can cool. get just about anything. <laughs> There's a lot of options for everybody. There are. Okay, so we've talked about 
vibrators and kind of more female-oriented toys. We've talked about male toys. And now I want to talk about toys as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any, like, recommendations for a couple looking to buy a sex toy to use, like, together? Really, any toy can be used together depending on how you want to play. So, you know, we don't really have those kinds of categories of this is for men, mm-hmm. this is for women, this is for couples. So we, we really go with what are you interested in? What, what, what turns you on? What's your fantasy? What kinds of things have you wanted to do but weren't able to do yet? Um, so just about anything can be a couple's toy. But there are, if you're thinking about vibrators, vibrators that either stay in place by themselves or are small and easy to hold in the hand or can be held between you work really well. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of little toys that um, there's a company called Jeju that makes a nice little one that fits in the palm of the hand. Um, there are toys that fit on your finger so you don't have to oh. hold on to them. Those are super fun couple toys. Um, there is a toy that's one of my favorite in the whole world that looks really weird. It's 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 split. It has two vibrators. It's kind of split. Oh. And uh, that's called the G-Vibe. It's a really unoriginal name, but it's <laughs> a beautiful <laughs> toy. And that one is an easy one to put between you. Uh-huh. And um, if a partner has a penis, then the penis goes right in between there, and you can hold it between you, between your hips. Oh. Uh, so that one stays in place by itself. So... Lots of options. I love that. Minimum effort. (laughs) Things you don't have to hold on to that aren't going to get in the way and become cumbersome while you're trying to play. They're going to add to what you're doing, not become a, uh, how do we hold on to this? Or, oh, I dropped it again. Or (laughs) That's something that would happen to me, I feel like, for sure. (laughs) There's lots of remote control toys now, too. Yeah, we talked about that last time. So that's a nice way to play, too, because then you don't have to change the buttons on the toy. You can hold it in your hand, Mm -hmm. or you don't even have to be in the same room as your partner and you can still connect with them and play with them. Mm-hmm. So what's that one called? Remote controls. There's a whole bunch of remote oh, controls. okay. The best remote control boy, uh, toys are made by WeVibe right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also have apps. Um, there's Bluetooth in most of their toys. And so you can control so, it like, from your phone. Edge. <laughs> oh, technology and sex toys go hand in hand. So, so those cool. are fun because you could even be separated from your partner and still play together. So... Like, so they're Bluetooth and separated. Do you have to be in, like, a certain range or, like, could you be... If you are using the remote control, they all come with remote controls, too. Well, some of them do and some of them you can get separately. Mm -hmm. That you have to be in range. But the phone, what you're doing is actually connecting to your partner's phone. And their phone has to be in range of the toy. But the other phone could be anywhere anywhere in the world. Oh, that's so cool. That's, yeah, I always wondered how that worked because I've, I've had people be like, oh, like my boyfriend's overseas and like mm-hmm. I'm here. And, but I was like, how does that work? Because I know Bluetooth is not that strong. <laughs> no, no. It's the Bluetooth from the other person's phone, but the, the um, phone connection, you it's can just do that. Yeah. Cool. Anywhere in the world. I love that. So let's talk about cleanliness mm-hmm. for a second because this yeah. is something that like really, really surprised me. Um, what I learned from our last session was that there is, like, an entire market of, like, fake sex toys. Yeah. Which is which blew my mind. So let, let's talk about it and protect all the yeah, people listening. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is really why we exist, because when I started doing uh, sex toy parties, I realized that there was a lot of... Um, poor quality products and things that are made out of uh, materials that are not safe 
to use honor in the body. I, I didn't know that when I started that Neither there's did I. no regulation around sex toys. You can make them out of whatever you want. And so it's up to us to know what's safe and what's not. That's what we really do is, is check that out for you first so you don't have to do all of that work. Um, so sort of two things around safety and, safety and cleanliness is um, you need to know what your toy is made of. And at the Tickle Trunk, we do that for you. We make sure that it's made of a body-safe, non-porous material, so you're going to be able to clean it. It's not going to have little holes in it that kind of harbor dirt and bacteria and that sort of stuff. It's it's made of a material that's going to last. What are some decompose. What are some materials that are body-safe? 100% silicone is the most common one, mm-hmm. and so that's rubber that is soft. And it's wonderful because you can make all kinds of toys out of it and they'll be soft and pliable and they'll feel really nice on the skin, but they will not harbor bacteria mm-hmm. in it or harbor dirt. Um, other things you can use are 100% stainless steel. There's there's metal toys that are coated in different kinds of like aluminum and that sort of thing. That's not safe. But oh. if it's 100% steel uh-huh. all the way through, that's fine. Um, there's also glass toys. They need to be made out of borosilicate glass, which is the same thing that they used to make Pyrex out of. Remember oh, what Pyrex is? Yep. Pyrex has changed yep. its formula, so it's not borosilicate anymore, but it used to be. So that kind of material is safe. You need to know that it is that because there are a lot of glass toys that are not. That are not. And they can yeah. shatter. And for obvious reasons, ah. that is not safe. So borosilicate will not shatter. I can't even imagine having a glass sex toy shatter on me in any capacity. Yeah, it's very, very dangerous. So you've got to know what your glass is made out of because very bad things can happen. Um, If you break a borosilicate glass toy, it's going to just break into a couple of chunks. Versus like slivers and like, ooh, that stresses me out. Yeah. There are companies that make their toys out of tempered glass, which is what's in your windshield which is made to shatter into tiny little pieces so that you don't get chunks of glass coming at you, right? Yeah. Very good for a windshield, not good for a sex toy. Okay, cool. So you said the the safe types are 100% silicone, stainless steel, Mm -hmm. and boro... Borosilicate glass. Borosilicate glass. Now, how do you clean them all? Just soap and water. If your toys are uh, made out of safe materials, you don't have to worry about cleaning too much because they're not porous. So if you wash them with a gentle soap, dish soap is really good because it rinses clean. It's made to rinse off the materials. Um, Or like an ivory soap or something like that that's super simple. doesn't have moisturizers or fragrances because those can kind of cling to toys. And then you'll be able to rinse it off really easily. Rinse them in warm water. Leave them to dry. If you can leave your sex toys sitting out, a lot of people can't. But if you can do that, leave them to dry so you're not using a towel to wipe them Mm -hmm. off. If you can't leave them to dry, there's tons of great um, cloths now, like glass cleaner cloths, that don't have lint on them. That are like microfiber ones? Yeah. Yeah. I use those to take my makeup off. (laughs) Yeah. So you can um, dry them with that because then you're not going to get all those little linty bits sitting on your toy. Which is also not good. (laughs) No, that's not good either. And then another question I had is, can you actually wash your sex toys in the dishwasher? 
Yeah, you can. Yeah, absolutely. I do that uh, with, <laughs> we do um, penis pleasing workshops where everybody gets a silicone dildo and they can use that to practice. Um, those we sanitize in my dishwasher. Um, <laughs> so just so you know, there are no other dishes or anything else in that dishwasher when I do that. We put them on the top rack and that's really good for them because it's high heat. And so if there is anything clinging to the surface of the toy, that heat is going to kill it. Um, and there's soap that kills that too so that's a good way to clean silicone um if you can't put them in the dishwasher you can just wash them with pretty warm water and that'll work well um only 100 silicone is dishwasher safe because it won't melt um so also glass is uh, dishwasher safe and steel but with glass and steel dishwashers are kind of harsh the soaps are kind of harsh so you might get a little bit of scratching or a little bit of like you know when you take your glasses out of the dishwasher and it's kind of, they're kind of a little bit cloudy mm-hmm. that might happen to your toys so you may choose not to do that so when you wash them in the dishwasher do you just use normal dish soap or yeah. just do you oh okay. oh yeah yeah, that's totally fine, especially if you're silicone. But like I said, it might kind of mark up your mm-hmm. steel and, and glass toys. You might choose not to do that. Okay, so we kind of, we've talked about vibrators and we've talked about penis-focused toys. Um, I wanted to ask about um, internal type of toys for mm-hmm. women. I don't know, I don't know if I've already said it on the episode, I honestly can't remember, but I am like not an external stimulation person, mm-hmm. so I've never really gravitated towards wanting to buy a vibrator or right. any of that because like I know myself, so I'm like, mm, like I don't really think that a vibrator would do it for me, mm-hmm. and that's also why I don't own a sex toy as of right now is because originally in my mind, I was like, um... It's way easier for me to just, like, get on Tinder and, like, hook up with someone versus, like, doing it myself because, like, I'm just not an external stimulation person. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I wanted to ask, like, what are some options for people like that? Because I feel like I, all of my friends are external people and they own, like, vibrators and they love them. And I'm just like, I don't know what the hype is all about, but it's because, like, I am not an external stimulation person Mm -hmm. that's a great question i'm glad actually that you asked that because everybody you know lots of people talk about vibrators and oh they're the best thing in the whole world and everybody has to have a vibrator and there are some people who don't like it it's just not really their thing and they don't really get get off from that much external kind of stuff that happens there Mm -hmm. are some people like that we are all beautifully unique and different and some of us it just doesn't do it for us so if that's you that's totally cool there's nothing wrong with you you're just who you are Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe an external vibe is not going to really do that much for you. It might. And I highly recommend that you try it just to see because I feel like it will. Vibrators are amazing. Yeah. Like but, I feel like it definitely will do something, but. But it may not really be I don't your think it's jam. my first choice. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two things you could do. One is to get um, a toy that you can use internally that has a shape that is really appealing to you and also vibrates so that you could use it externally and play with that and see if you like it. But if you don't, then you can also use it internally, um, which you're pretty sure you're going to like because mm-hmm. you know that that sensation yes. is something that, that feels <laughs> good to you. Um, lots of people don't really love vibration inside the vagina, but there are some people that do. I'm also uh, against the norm with that because I really like internal vibration. I never would have thought of that. that many people that do because there's not a ton of nerve endings in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're more in the clitoris. Clitoris is jam-packed with them. So 
that's why we love vibes there. Uh-huh. But some of us really like vibration internally. So you can try it and see if you like it. But if not, then just just using um, a non-vibrating toy internally can be great too. So those are called dildos. That's some uh, vocabulary for people who aren't <laughs> familiar with sex toy vocabulary. A dildo is something you use internally that does not vibrate. And there are so many of them, different shapes and sizes. And this is the fun thing about sex toys is that you could then get a dildo that will have a size or shape that you're probably not going to find in nature. There's all kinds of things yep. that are like really ridged or, you know, a lot bigger or smaller or thinner or thicker than you're probably going to find in a partner, which lets you have a different experience than you would have from mm-hmm. having sex with someone. What were the ones that we looked at last time? They really blew my mind. They're the ones that like go back and forth. Oh, what are they called? The, the stronics that have the, the pulsator that moves yes. back and forth. Yeah, that's a totally different so way cool. to play too. And that might be a fun thing to check out because uh-huh. um, vibrators are the most common kind of uh, motorized toy. But now we have toys that um, just move back and forth on their own. And so that sensation might be really fun for you. I feel like that's up my alley. Yeah. Like I saw it, like <laughs> I turned it on and I was like, this is crazy because I've literally never seen it before and I didn't even know that was something that existed yeah it's a newer kind of thing yeah and there we we don't have them yet but there are some new toys that we just saw this summer in Los Angeles that also do that back and forth but they have a little bit of a different kind of mechanism in them so it's going to feel different they the whole toy doesn't move back and forth it's sort of got a mechanism inside it so that the top of the toy moves back and forth so it's going to feel different um we saw a lot of really poorly made versions of that Uh and then we found that somebody that we love that we know we have a lot of their toys they made one and it's very good. So we're just waiting for them to finish it up in production and get it over here. Cool. So what are, you said they're called pulsators? Mm -hmm. Okay. So like if I like Googled it, that's what I could find. Do you have some like brand names of the ones that you carry here? The the company that made the original pulsator is called Fun Factory and the toys are called Stronics, which means strong in German. Um, And they have a new generation of them. The original ones are very large, which is fine. I think lots of people like large toys but they've come out with a new um, generation of them that are much smaller and they when you look at them they, they just look like vibrators they in in the store we have to show people that it's different because they look like a lot of their other toys but they move back and forth and that's what I thought when you showed it to me at first I was like oh like it just looks like a normal vibrator and mm-hmm. then it blew my mind it was incredible yeah, it does something very different than a vibrator <laughs> test yeah it was that was super interesting and then along the lines of dildos pulsators things that like go inside of you i know that a question that i had last week that i'd like to or not last week the last time i was here that i'd like to uh, talk about is um we talked about pegging last oh, time yeah yeah Um, Great thing to do with a dildo. That's one of the things you can do with a dildo, which is awesome. And most of the dildos that we have have a base to them, um, sort of a flared base kind of end. And that's so that you can put it in a harness and you can do some pegging with it. All of our harnesses are have uh, an o-ring system so that you can put any toy that has a flared base in it so the vast majority of our deals will go with all of the the harnesses that we sell so you have tons of different options so then a harness 
is can you just buy that as an individual piece? Or yeah. Do they come together? Or yeah, we don't sell kits with toys and harnesses just because we've really found that people want to pick their own toy. Maybe they don't like the toy that's in the kit, so we don't bother with that. We just sell them separately, and you pick out the harness that you like, um, that fits for you. You can try them on in the store so that you know that they fit properly for you. You like the look and feel of them, and then you pick whatever toy you want. And then the great thing about that is that you decide you want a different kind of toy, you just get a different toy. You can use the same harness. Okay, so then transitioning out of pegging, but I guess still kind of in line with it, um, I wanted to talk about lube and all of the options. <laughs> have never, like, so I got a brand deal last year for, with a lube company, and it's the Ooh. only time I've ever used it, because honestly, I think, we talked about this last time, but I I thought I was maybe a little too prideful to be like, I yes. don't need lube, but um, I got one, and it's like a coconut oil-based one, and I really enjoyed it so far, but I know there's like a bunch of different kinds and there's like certain lubes that you shouldn't mix with things and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I want yeah. to chit chat about that real quick. Yeah, for sure. Lube is something that you kind of need to know a few things about. And lube is fabulous. And a lot of people sort of have this, this same idea that you did. I don't need it. I'm fine. I get really wet. It's no big deal. Um, but there's a couple of reasons why you might want to use it. Even if you do feel like, oh, I'm, I'm plenty wet myself. I don't need that. Um, it, if you're having especially penetrative sex for a long time, um, you're just going to, the moisture in your body is just going to deplete. It just goes away after a while. And so it gets less and less luby over time. That's just how bodies work. Yeah. So if you want to go for a long time and keep having really fun, um, not painful, not so much friction kind of sex, it's good to have some extra lube. So what are the different types? Because like I said before, I've literally only used a coconut oil one. Yeah. There's so. lots of different. The, the main types are water based is your most common. Um, most lubes you're going to find in, in drugstores and that sort of thing are 100% water based. Those are, you can use them with anything. You can use them in any body part. You can use them on any kind of toy. So they're sort of the universal thing. If you're not sure if something is compatible, just get 100% water based and you'll be totally fine. You do need to watch what's in those because they put all kinds of things in water based lubes and you might be allergic or react badly to some of the stuff that's in there. So um, there's water based. What are the other types of um, Silicone bases? is a pretty common lube now. Silicone is just made of silicone. There's nothing else in it. And it's brilliant because silicone has a, um, a texture all on its own that's super, super slippery. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to put water in it. You don't have to put any of the other um, the ingredients that they use to make it slick. You don't have to use that because it's slick all by itself. So it is brilliant. There's a lot of misconceptions about silicone because it sounds when you say, "Oh, I'm going to put silicone in my body," people kind of freak out a little bit. Like that doesn't sound like something you yeah. should do. Silicone is natural. It it is a naturally derived. Substance. I think it's because, like for me, anyways, it's because a lot of makeup brands have silicone primers. Yes. So like in my head, I'm like I'm putting a primer inside of me, which you is like kind not kind of are kind of are, but not like a makeup primer. Yeah. The reason why silicone is used in a lot of makeup and skincare products is because it stays on the surface of the skin. It doesn't absorb into the skin, so it's not going to disappear on you. And it gives it a slippery, slick kind of feel, so it's going to make your hair super shiny. You cannot do with silicone lubes, though, is put them on toys that are made out of silicone. 
Because oh. the only thing silicone will stick to is itself. So it will just absorb oh. into that toy and it won't be slippery. And for lower grade toys and lubes, it can start to degrade the surface of it. Oh, I definitely would have thought you could like use the two together. Yeah. But no. So if you play with <laughs> toys a lot, if you have a lot of silicone toys and you don't like to switch lubes, then you'll probably just want to use water base. Okay, good to know. So we have silicone, we have water, and then mine is like a, is like coconut oil. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what about that whole sector? That's becoming a lot more common, um, I think, because people are into the whole idea of natural. And so if it's natural food oil, that appeals to people. The jury is still out on this, honestly. There is very, very little research on lubes and what's safe and what's not. Nobody wants to do this kind of research. It's hard to do. It's expensive. So nobody does it. So we don't know very much. Um, so it's really kind of like whatever people tell me that I know about natural food oils. And so far what I know is that if you are using them and they don't seem to bother you, you don't seem to be getting any kind of dryness, infection, irritation, you're probably fine to keep using it. There's no evidence that it causes any sort of problem. If you're using latex condoms with coconut oil, you will break your condoms 100% of the time guaranteed. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's really important that people know that because some of the people who are making these um, uh, food oil, oil lubes don't put that on their packaging. I don't think that's on the packaging. And, and that they I have. should. And part of the problem is that when we have natural food products, they kind of fall into this vague category that doesn't really fit anywhere. And so they sort of slip through the packaging guidelines. So it may not say on there that that is not condom safe. So be super careful about that because then we're risking pregnancy, we're risking disease. So be super careful. Okay, don't, you don't use love, oils with condoms. Yeah, if you love your oil-based lube and you don't want to give it up, you can use polyurethane condoms um, or what synthetic. What are those? Um, so those are made out of plastic instead of um, natural Latex? rubber. And uh, they're not that easy to find, but there's a few brands of them. They're a little more expensive, but those are plastic, so, so they are safe. If you go to like, so I'm actually allergic to latex, right? So yeah. um, whenever I'm like hooking up with someone, I'm like, hey, buy latex-free condoms. Yeah, is that so then you're okay that's with what that's your oil? Made yeah, of? yeah. Because yeah, I was like, It'll, I don't think I've ever had a problem. Yeah. but that's probably why they will be either nitrile, which is a uh, plastic. Or they will be um, uh, polyisoprene, which is kind of a synthetic latex. It looks and feels a lot like latex, but doesn't smell like latex. Mm-hmm. Um, stretches quite a bit like latex. Uh, Durex is a company that makes polyisoprene condoms. Um, so that might be what it is. And that is okay. My next question, or the next question that we were asked was, should you buy sex toys online or in store? (laughs) Don't buy your sex toys online. Why? Never say that enough. Don't buy your (laughs) sex toys online. The only time I would recommend buying sex toys online, because I understand people live in different places. They might not have access to a good store. Um, They might be shy or scared to go into a store. I totally get that. But if you're going to buy them online, you need to buy them from a website from a store like ours or another sex positive store that has an actual store. Um, If you're in the States, um, there is a company called um, Good Vibrations. Uh, They've changed a lot, but most of their toys are really good. Um, And in Seattle, there is a Bayland and their toys are really good. In Canada, um, good for her. In Ontario, and um, 
come as you are. Um, they still have a store online. They don't have a store, a physical store, but um, they have a store online that's really, really good. So what if you are out of the the city and mm-hmm. you can't get into a store? Do you guys ship? We do. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a lot of good information on our website about how to pick a toy. All of the products on our website are fully explained and they tell you the dimensions of them, how big they are, how many different vibration levels they have, um, what material they're made out of. So you have at least a a better sense of what that's actually going to be. Okay. So I guess a couple wrap up questions. I know that everyone is like unique when they buy their sex toy, but I just wanted a few recommendations for like each category. Sure. So like a vibrator, what is a good starter one or one that you kind of like sell the most or see the most mm-hmm. for a starter vibrator? So the um, the two that come to mind for me with vibrators is we have a little one that's just a, looks almost like a lipstick. It's a little um, seven speed, little battery operated vibe has um a AAA battery in it and nice little plastic. And uh, so those ones are only $25 oh. and they're very small. And so they're mostly meant for external. If you want something you can use internally, there's one we have that's called a teaser that's purple. Great shape to use internally. It has 10 different speeds in it and it's got a little kind of hook sort of shape on the end. Just a very gentle hook. So that's really good for G-spot play if you want to play around with that and see mm-hmm. if you like that. So those are your two vibrator recommendations Mm -hmm. um do you have a dildo recommendation that you kind of sell the most or that you see people gravitating towards the most dildos is a tough one to say because there's so many different like really unique and there's lots of different shapes and sizes so it really depends on the person but um I have sort of a category. Sure. There's a company called Fuse that's Canadian. They actually manufacture in the States, but they are Canadian-originated company. And they make the the toys that we were talking about where you can put the vibrator inside of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just silicone rubber, but you can add that toy inside, and they're harness compatible. So Fuse toys, they come in lots of different shapes and sizes. We have really thin, small ones. We have ones that look like penises, some that don't at all look like penises, <laughs> uh-huh. different colors. Um, so those are a really popular choice. Okay. I think that's all of my questions. Do you have any, um, like frequently asked questions that we didn't address that you see like a lot in the shop? The most common question that we get here is some version of, am I normal or what's wrong with me? We have a culture that just really encourages people to feel ashamed of their sexuality, that doesn't answer people's questions about their sexuality. Um, There's a lot of myths and confusion. There's a lot of sensationalism around sex and sexuality in our culture. And so it makes people insecure and feeling like maybe they're not normal. And so that's really common here is what's wrong with me or am I normal or I'm into this, what's wrong with me? Um, people phrase those things differently, but that's the most common thing. And I can tell you that there's nothing wrong with you. I don't, without even knowing you, without even knowing what's got, going on for you, I can tell you you're, there's no such thing as normal. It doesn't exist uh-huh. and there's nothing wrong with you. Whatever it is that you're interested in, that's fine. That's totally fine. Fantas- there lots of us have fantasies about sex. Lots of us have lots of different interests. It's totally cool. I would uh, sort of say as a caveat around that is consent is super important. Uh-huh. So 
if what you're doing is involving somebody else, everybody involved in that needs to be happy and consenting and continually consenting and able to consent. And otherwise, do what you want. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Don't feel bad about who you are as a sexual person. We're all different. Most of us are sexual in some way, shape, or form. And that's, that's normal. That's human. And that's okay. Don't feel ashamed of it. Awesome. Okay, so before we end the episode, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, our store is on White Avenue in Edmonton, so we're 992382 Avenue. Um, we are just uh, west of the 99th street intersection there um so we're pretty easy to find on white avenue and we have a website that is traveling traveling is with one l sometimes people get that mixed up so me <laughs> so you can find us there and there's lots of information on the website if you want to look at that we have events here we have workshops here um, we are always happy to answer questions too so if you email or phone us we will be happy to talk to you a little bit and help you sort out your questions or help you pick out some things. Surprisingly, actually, most of my audience is from the U.S. Mm-hmm. So I know you guys ship within Canada, your Canadian yep. company, but do you ship to the U.S. as yeah, well? absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, well, thank you so much for yeah. re-recording this podcast <laughs> yes. with me. I was so sad when the files got corrupted, but I, uh, I feel like I learned even more this time. Oh, that's good. That's good. There's always something to learn. I've been doing this for almost 20 years, and I always am learning something new. Absolutely. Cool. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, bitches. I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode all about sex toys. I thought it was super informative, and you guys asked me a lot of questions, so I really enjoyed it, and I hope you did too. If you did, make sure to screenshot this episode and tag us at Hey Bitches Podcast and share it on your story. I would love to chat shit in the DMs about this podcast. Also, if you are on Apple, make sure to give this podcast a rating and review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I really hope you guys have an incredible Thursday. I love you guys so much. And for now, bye-bye, bitch.